Hi guys, welcome back to the podcast. This is just going to be a quick little intro, but today's podcast, we're having my friend Kennedy on, and I think that's all you guys now need to know, so enjoy the episode. My dear friend Kennedy, and she's going to introduce herself. Hi, my name's Kennedy. I'm a former woman in STEM. Um, I have jobless energy, but I'm actually employed. I don't have hobbies, though, um, so I'm trying to fix that. I consider myself pretty creative. I guess, you know, I write. That's my hobby. I like to write. Usually it's in short form, which is tweets. Um, I think I'm a funny girl. That's pretty much all there is to know about me. I love media consumption. That's all I do. Wait, do you primarily use Apple Music or Spotify? I use Spotify. I, um... I do slander Apple Music, even though I have no idea what the experience is like. It's, it's I think it's a pride thing more than anything else. Also, Apple Music does the bare minimum and charges people the same price as Spotify, which is, which is, like, Spotify will create, like, five playlists for you every single day, and Apple Music does none of that, and yet it's the same price. I think Apple Music is relying on, like, the convenience of being like integrated into the the Apple platforms already, like the iOS software. Cause there are certain apps like that Apple will block from like playing automatically or like there's something with Spotify. I don't know. I watched this like Spotify ad a couple years ago and they were roasting the shit out of, can I curse on here? Yes. Okay, they were roasting the shit out of Apple Music. Let me find it. It was like... Apparently there's going to be Amazon bookstores. Which is like terrifying to me. I really like independent bookstores. I don't I don't want to have to go to Amazon for anything. I, I avoid Amazon as much as I possibly can. Also, wasn't Amazon's whole, like, uh, elevator pitch, like, oh, you, you, you never need to go into a store again or whatever, right? They're like, with Prime, they're like, you can order whatever you want and you'll have it at your door in, like, two days. Aren't you defeating the right. point of having Amazon? Like an Amazon? Well, Amazon actually started out as, a, as a, an online book service, if I am recalling that correctly. Like, they only sold books. It was just an online marketplace for books. And then they saw that they could expand into just like all kinds of consumer goods. Um, and it seems like they're kind of, they're almost just like, they're running out of ways to expand. So they're, they're shifting into brick and mortar spaces. And it's kind of the same phenomenon as like all of the streaming services. Because, like, the point of the streaming service was to... So just, like, a bunch of different channels, essentially. And all the different streaming services that are competing with each other are basically replicating that. Where you have, like, only certain shows are available on specific platforms. So you have to buy all of these different streaming services. And, like, the monthly so you're really not saving money and you're going back and forth through all these platforms 
it's not really making anything more streamlined and also you kind of um i don't know if you've ever downloaded like hbo max and they're like oh do you have a provider i'm like isn't that the whole like like it's it's like cheaper if you have a provider or something i'm like doesn't that just like defeat the whole point of it's like a, a streaming service it, why are you connected to like a like an actual cable company internet connection is unstable i hate spectrum just also as a little and an aside spectrum is the worst internet service provider on the planet shame them didn't get on any of my first day of classes and so i missed the professor going through the syllable syllable the syllabus and all of that thanks to spectrum oh and they never have like an excuse either they're just like oh yeah restart your router Mm. like they never are having an outage it's just constantly dropping off if like many people who live in developed countries are like light just goes out and like randomly uh like have you heard of the term low shedding no i haven't teach me pretty much if you live in not as developed country that's not even correct grammar anyway or whatever but pretty much like the like the electricity will just go out randomly and like especially if you live in like a tropical country i remember as a child um you know back in the motherland I, like i remember sleeping on the balcony because it was so hot and like the there was no electricity like you can't you can't sleep in a house when it's 92 degrees outside so mm. i remember getting my blanket sleeping with my entire family out on the on like the terrace it was a great time but at the same time like why are you paying the bill if the power's not going to be on 90 percent of the time not even inside <sighs> so it's like is there really an ethical streaming service not really on linkedin youtube was talking about oh yeah we paid artists 2.8 billion dollars i'm like that sounds like a lot of money but if you think about all the people who post music on youtube how right much, how much ri- it'll pay out so for your uh do you have your spotify on repeat playlist with you or do you have it available yes i'm really scared to look at this it's my it's my favorite thing to look at every single week because like some weeks i'm so ashamed of myself like for the past two weeks i've had roxanne you remember that song from like two summers ago roxanne was a simpler time i i really miss when that came out life was really good for me at least i mean i'm pretty sure that was the summer we met summer 2019 or 18 that was the one so iconic but that was my number one and then it recently changed and now i'm finally um not embarrassed to share it do you want to go first or do you want me to go first okay i can go my number one track right now is shy rock by Nicki minaj from her recently released mixtape called Beam Me Up Scotty. It's old, real barbs know. <laughs> um, but the replay value on this song is crazy. I like to speed down residential streets just playing this song over and over. So I think this came out in 2009, but she just put it on streaming. Mm. Okay. Um, but yeah, highly recommend. Okay, and then my number one is Ready For It by Taylor Swift. I love, 
love reputation okay you you posted on your instagram stories a couple of times like uh songs from folklore are you a swifty okay so this is hotly contested at least in my own brain i started listening to taylor swift when folklore came out like obviously i knew some of the hits like i feel like 1989 was just like smash 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 but i wasn't like streaming her that was just like songs that i would hear on the radio or whatever because i still listened to the radio when 1989 came out um but like i never really considered myself a swifty and then i listened to folklore so much last year that she became my like top artist of all time just from streaming folklore and then evermore pretty much like i haven't really done a deep dive into her like old stuff but yeah so i guess you could consider me a swifty if you're not like super um super strict about the definition some swifties like some of y'all should not have access to the internet because the things (laughs) people post i'm like 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 there'll be a picture of someone um with taylor swift from like 2009 they'd be like okay so this song that came out in 2021 is about them because they're pictured together in 2006 i'm like she's yeah their their analysis and i don't even know what you call like deductive reasoning skills i i really just i admire them because they work so hard to make connections that may or may not actually exist i feel like oh also they're like one of the last fandoms that are still on tumblr that's true they're 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 keeping the um bill or they're, they're keeping the lights on at Tumblr, well, honestly, Tumblr is chill now. Everyone is old and tired, and there's really not that much discourse anymore. Everyone's just sharing their little images. They come in and out. You're not expected to be on from nine to five every day. You know, it's not a job anymore. I enjoy. I enjoy scrolling through once in a while. Tumblr, I um like I didn't have any social media till like the eighth grade. So like I missed out on so many things. But like was it true like where people would say like um they'd be like, Oh yeah, like Tumblr in like two thousand thirteen was like pro anorexia and like all this like terrible things. I'm like Oh yeah. It was all over the place. Cause I think I think because like eating disorders are like socialized and like they spread through like people like connecting over them in a sense, which can be like extremely triggering. Like that was the perfect platform for people to just like, just like spill everything, like all of their like, I mean, I don't want to get into details, but like the stuff I saw even, like I wasn't even on that side of Tumblr, but it would just like pop up. The algorithm did a really bad job or not even the algorithm. There just like wasn't a lot of regulation. I feel like in the early days, it was just kind of a free for all. And so you could see some really traumatizing stuff. Mm. And I was like 12 on there. And like, there was some stuff I did not need to see, you know? So you probably didn't miss out on much. You're probably much better off for it. <laughs> and um, also with Tumblr, what was I going to say? 
wait, shoot, or something about Swifties. Oh yeah, like Taylor Swift, like at, like she she actually posts on it. Like I I don't I can't think of any other celebrity that actually goes on and like makes Tumblr posts these days. It's so goofy. And you can tell her I said that. Like, I think she's so, the way she uses social media is so funny. Like, even the selfies she posts. I feel like she's living in a different timeline than everyone else. No. Okay. I I, I feel like she posts like an older millennial when she's really not that old. Like. Yeah. And can we also talk about the Beyonce photo dump? Because that was ridiculous. Wait, wait. I haven't seen it. But if you want to rant about it. But what was she doing? Okay, wait, wait. Go look at her most recent post, I think. I think. Okay, I'm, I'm, oh, oh, okay. So it's like, <laughs> yeah, I don't want to talk about it. No, because. Wait, no, it's not this one. Where is the one? It's, it's the second most recent one with the skyline. With the sky, okay. Like, what's going on there? It's. And it's... the fruit, the fruit plate. And you know she has the latest iPhone, so there's no reason the pictures look like this. It it's it's like Facebook mom. It's it's giving it's giving 2014. Yeah, I don't know. I love her though. Oh my god. Okay. No no no. This is my favorite one. Hold on. Wait, where did Oh <laughs> I found this guy. The skyline is so off like i took that picture when i was in eighth grade visiting so um beyonce is currently on her eighth grade trip to the city she's having <laughs> she's, she's having i good don't know what's going on um she she's gonna be posting from the m&m uh store next <laughs> oh. or and 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 then she and then she's also gonna have a photo shoot in times square as she should i'm excited she'll make it camp she will also, I'm kind of confused on what, like, what, how camp is defined. So, I am not the expert on this. Notes on camp is a Susan Sontag essay. And let's see. How can I explain this really fast? I can tell you what happened to it. Like, people like me who are... ruthless evil nuisances online just take anything that is like at least this is how I do it like if I do something embarrassing or like something that's like out of character or that people will like roast me or call me out for I'll just be like oh it's camp it's camp like it's it's an ironic thing but that's not really what it means uh, and she's probably rolling over in her grave because of how people like me use it. Oh, and also, also, I remember I used to have no money and I would like confidently walk into like the um, book fair <laughs> like every single year thinking like something would happen, like someone, someone would magically give me money. And like, I remember like maybe first grade second grade i don't remember what year it was but um pretty much my mom uh i asked my mom he was like hey can i have money for the book fair and my mom was like okay yeah well what book are you gonna buy and i was like no i saw books i i want to buy the little knickknacks you know what i'm talking the about 
for everything. Yes, yes. I had, a, I had a pen. It was a pink pen, and it had, like, a little chubby pig on the top. And when you squeeze the pig, the eyes popped out. And it was my prized possession for all of sixth grade. I definitely remember those. And I'm pretty sure I named it Harry Styles. I don't know if I would still have gotten... I mean, I like... I think pigs are cute. Pigs get a bad rep, you know, because of the connotations with cops. Mm. But I feel like they should be able to reclaim their own narrative outside of that. Oh, and also with, like, the two of the biggest, like, religions hating on them? Yeah. Yeah. I don't know. What What did they do to, to deserve that? I got pigs. Like, they're dirty because they're meant to be. Like, they're meant to roll around in the mud all day. That's that's what they were put on this earth to do. Another yeah. victim of cancel culture. They really are victims, <laughs> I, I would say. Literal and metaphorical victims. <laughs> My my absolute favorite thing is that like now people um in Congress and the Senate use cancel and cancel culture all the time. Like Ted Cruz loves to say cancel culture. I'm like, who taught you this? Who taught you? Who taught you it's what this is? word and it's been stripped of all meaning, and it's it's never actually been. Actually- Everyone knows my opinions on the Social Network, the best movie to ever exist. I will die. I will. They really put their whole foot in that movie. Like what? the opening scene is so. It's just. It's, also, also. It's great me. The the best part is the fact that like Mark in the movie wears his ugly, gross Adidas slippers everywhere and always without socks. The slides. The slides. And like with with like the with like the boot cut jeans too, and I'm like. No way, no way anyone wore that. And but it's really how, like, tech bros in Silicon Valley dress, I feel. Mm. They cannot put a look together to save their lives. Mm. I don't... They can, ru- they can ruin democracy. I mean, whatever semblance of democracy we ever had, which isn't much, but they cannot dress, that's for sure. My brother, he worked for Amazon, and um, he systems engineering. And then, th- by the way, this was during the pandemic, so there's like no one really in the office. But like, you kind of need someone to make sure the systems are running and to be in the office, right? So he had to go. But th- this man, this man wore hiking boots and gray sweatpants to work. Like, what is that about? Like, is there some? Like, is there something blocking them from trying to wear things that look good together? I just, as someone with taste, like I can't imagine moving through life and looking at clothes that clearly don't go together and not not even recognizing it. You can have all the money in the world from those like tech jobs, but like, how can you not like like, like zero drift zero yeah embarrassing also like you, there's apps out there where like you can find a stylist for you like do you not have an extra 30 dollars a month like hi like hire someone on one of those like fashion apps they, they'll, they'll send you a box of clothes no mark zuckerberg could have the best stylist money could buy 
and I don't know if it's like supposed to be like I see those posts that are like Mark Zuckerberg doesn't buy Gucci's belts and Yeezy slides so like that's why he has all this money like I don't even know if he's like playing into that at this point that myth that like if you spend your money on like material things that bring you joy then you can't be successful but like I, I really don't think he's in on it, though, because he seems to just be real comfortable walking around looking outrageous. Yeah. Oh, ha- have you seen that picture of him where he's, um s- like, surfing with a hoodie on? Like, a, like okay, it's a-, a lot of people, like, go into water with, like, shirts on. That's not the issue. It's the fact that he wore a hoodie. A cotton. When, when, when you get it wet, it, it gets heavy. It may, it may, it may host mildew or mold. <laughs> it's, you're telling me this man cannot drop by at an H&M, buy a $5 casualty. Oh my God, the thing was like, there, no, there. Yes, there were some casualties. Geez. Like, I know there were some casualties at your disposal, sir. No. I saw a video of him the other day where he was wearing, like, noise-canceling headphones and throwing spears at this wooden target. And I was like, should I be scared? Like, is he preparing to fight back when we eventually try to eat him up? He's, he's like, what is he training for? And should I be, should I be doing that? Should I be working out? I don't, I like, after watching the social network, I, I, I gain like 1% sympathy for him, 1%. Not much. Oh, I lost sympathy for him, actually. Like, it made me hate him more. To me, he he looked like someone who... Some people just have a hard time making friends, and that's... I feel like that's just a part of life. Like, some people have a hard time making friends. And, like, I feel like he was just so easily influenced, or obviously neither of us know Mark Zuckerberg personally, but just from the movie. Like, it seemed like he was so impressionable, and he would do anything for someone to like him that... He, like, he did all those things, like, like uh, take away all of Eduardo's shares. But at the same time, he, he, he's definitely um, wrong for stealing the, the, the idea of the Facebook from the, what are the names? Oh, what's, what's the yeah. No, I actually think that most of the men in that movie, like, most of the men portrayed in that movie are, like, diabolical. And I think that's why, like... I think that's why the whole thing blew up because they were matching each other's dark, twisted, sinister energy the entire time. Because like you had the Winklevoss twins who like came for money. And so they were used to like having everything go their way and they were very entitled. But they they thought because they were on crew that they were like hard workers, like as if that, I, I mean, no, no shade to any any crew what is it called? rowers when you when you row crew crew no rows. shade like I, i'm sure it's hard i couldn't do it but like is that real struggle i think so um and you can quote me on that um but like they were all just i also think harvard is a sick and twisted place for for scary ambitious driven individuals to like I don't know, everyone seems to be like 
trampling over each other to try and get the next best idea. Like even now, I don't I don't think I could make it there. Everyone seems very like out for themselves. I don't know, the Ivy mentality, it, it's a scary thing. And I, I even see it at my university and I didn't cry. You mean like, I don't wanna work at all, nor do I wanna be in charge or something or like build something. So I can't really empathize with anyone <laughs> in this scenario. I just want to chill. Mm. To me, it's more like, as long as I'm on the payroll. I have this conversation like once a month. So I have my answer prepared. So I think that no one should be looking to celebrities for morality or a code of ethics. Um, but I don't think that excuses or should excuse how celebrities use their platforms because Azalea Banks has said and holds some extremely transphobic and I know, I know she holds like transphobic opinions and she's said anti-Semitic things in the past if I'm not mistaken, but I know she's like converting to Judaism now because she's engaged to that guy that is also questionable. When he fat shames Zara Larson while being her manager or her creative director, like. Yeah, it's not, it's not giving. Um, so she said some incredibly nasty things. Um, but I also think that people scrutinize the things she says a lot more than they would if she wasn't a dark-skinned black woman, mentally ill, dark-skinned black woman. Um, I just think that like the standard for critique and like separating art from the artist is not level across like the industry. I don't really believe in separating the art from the artist. Like when I listen to her music, I feel kind of weird. Like doesn't feel quite right. Even though like I do think she is like a, a sonic genius in a lot of, in a lot of ways, like the stuff she's put out has, I don't know. It, it, it's had a definite impact on her successors, but I don't know. What, why does it feel like most celebrities are just like bad, outspoken people? Oh. I feel like to to achieve a level of fame or infamy, you just have to kind of have some hate in your heart and not be afraid to, or just like have zero filter either. I, I just don't, like what possesses her to say these things like unchecked? I, where, where is your team? <laughs> with yeah, that's true. Um, I'm yes. You can't really separate the um, art from the artist, especially when it's music. Considering she makes all her music, it's it's not like it's it's not like she, she's in, she's an actress on a TV show where she's reading off a script. Like right, yeah. she is producing what she puts out. Yeah, she, she her her music is an extension of her. Right. So, 
Yeah, and also I I looked into her background and like she she had a very traumatic childhood. Like her father died when she was very young, and then her mother, like, if I'm not mistaken, her her mom used to like hit her with like baseball bats, and she was like very abusive. And so um, again, I'm I'm not a psychologist, I'm not anything, but this is just stuff I read off the internet. I don't. But like her, it's it like it makes sense because like if 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 you have a lot of trauma. Um, people unfortunately do quote unquote act out act out yeah and i feel like she she is doing stuff that like most people don't do so like for example like sacrificing a cat in her closet uh i don't think most other like it was it was getting really weird and like the chickens yeah yeah so <sighs> It's her activities. <laughs> yeah. And they vary so much. Like one day, one day, like she'll be posting about getting an IV for fun. And then like the next day she'll be talking about like when she called Ikiazilia her albino child. Oh. Yeah, it just, it just seems like she's very much a, like she's extremely impulsive, obviously. And it seems like we're just viewing her stream of consciousness in a way that, like, we should not have access to. I, I don't, I don't know if she shouldn't have social media. And when she gets shadow banned, like, I understand why. Because some of the things she posts are extremely difficult to view or read. That is true. And, uh, yeah. Yeah. And yeah, I think someone needs to take her phone once in a while. Mm-hmm. Put screen time limits on there or something. Uh, but at the end of the day, she is an adult who gets to make her own choices. And just because just because someone someone is hurting or someone's had traumatic past doesn't mean they can abuse animals or say like transphobic things about people and stuff like that. Oh, exactly. Like, it, it might explain why, but it doesn't justify it. Exactly. Like, um, or, like, when, like, you can't blame something, like, you can't blame your childhood or blank when you're, when you're purposely saying stuff that would hurt other people or, like, countries. Like, d- didn't she, didn't she get, like, banned from Ireland or something? I wouldn't be surprised. Yeah. So, but also, also speaking of celebrities, um, as you know, John Mulaney got divorced and the whole reaction to that was so absurd. I'm like, you don't know this man. Like he was getting low-key canceled for doing nothing. Yeah, that's the thing. It's like, when, when we're expected to have opinions about all these people that we've never met, like I'm holding like, hundreds of names of famous people in my head that I really shouldn't know exist at all. Like celebrity culture is and has like warped our brains. Like I should not know this many people exist, let alone like stories from their childhood or what their thoughts on things. Like I should not know their opinions on things like race and politics 
I should not be like hearing from them regularly in interviews and like Netflix specials. Like I should should not know this much about so many people's personal lives. I feel like the Trump presidency made a lot of people share their opinions rightfully so just to like be like hey what what trump is doing is not right and it's not what the the moral majority thinks and like now i feel like people if you don't speak out about an issue you it's it's automatically like oh no you don't support it like yeah i remember when people were like flooding sarah paulson's mentions on i think it was twitter um, like telling her to put her pronouns in her bio or else like she didn't support um, trans non-binary or gender non-conforming people and I was just like oh my god like you guys do not know these people <laughs> like chill out oh yeah or, or, or like when when people make like uncomfortable ships with people like Larry or what was someone with Fifth Harmony Oh, I don't know. I I'm not. What is what is the name of the Fifth Harmony? Um, it was Lauren and I'm not a harmonizer. harmonizer. <laughs> I, I don't I think anyone. I love Bonnie, but I'm not. I'm, yeah, I wouldn't call myself a harmonizer. No, but it's like stop projecting. Stop like you're you're making you're making people like you're locally destroying people's like friendships and stuff like that. When you're when you're constantly like if someone sits if someone sits next to each other in, in an interview and you're like oh yeah they're dating that's why they sat next to them I'm like like open no, up the I, schools we just think that like the parasocial nature of these relationships is going to be studied in schools maybe I'll write my thesis on it if I write a thesis who knows a good uh next it? semester it's literally called hot takes and it's about like cultural criticism, um, sharing opinions online, being canceled for them, etc. Because I've thought about like doing YouTube, but first of all, I don't do enough every day. So I would have to like find things to fill my day with to actually film. And then also, I think I would just like get in my head about like how I was presenting to everyone or anyone who watched it. <laughs> Yeah, I like I feel like losing a sense of yourself. Like cuz 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 if you share everything about yourself, what do you have left? Like right. <laughs> like like what do you do with yourself? And also like one of the things that's so like, oh my god, this, this might be kind of cringy, but like as like a human being, we're all different and like but if you share absolutely everything about yourself, there's, like, nothing of you that's left that's original, if that makes sense. Just for you, yeah. Yeah. I don't know. And also, I don't I don't personally think, like, social media is that harmful. That's just, that's just my opinion. Because, like, also, it depends on the user's age and the type of content they post. First of all, family family vloggers absolutely not. There's no reason. It's it's literally the the same as making your child uh, like a child star and making them like work eight hours on a movie set. Like, no, I agree. It's terrible for their development. And even like people our age, like I remember I I told my mom to stop posting pictures of me on Facebook. I was like, I don't want to be on Facebook. Like, yeah. There's there's no there's no need for me, for for. Who, why do why do your college friends need to know that it's my birthday? 
That's just my opinion. But to go and do my discrete math test. Oh, good luck. I dropped that class. I got a four on the first exam. I mean, you know what? Four <laughs> percent. The the logic and the and the truth tables, they're kinda hard. Yeah, it was it was a little too much for me. I would walk into every lecture, sit down, I would take my notebook out and I was like, Okay, today's the day I like I really I really am gonna get this and then like five minutes into the lecture I would just zone out because I couldn't follow the guy. Follow the professor. Mm. Uh wish me luck hopefully uh, I, yeah, I good luck you got this from there is usable because i just be saying words i mean so do i for i don't know if you've literally watched like listened to any of my other episodes like i go I'm on gonna go back and listen i'm gonna i'm gonna binge uh, okay the like the quality super bad a b i don't even remember what like i remember recording some of them at three in the morning like being super sleepy and just being like yeah, you guys, I've been listening to a lot of Lana. Like, I think, I think she's, like, so important. And I think, like, she does so much for our society. Girl, go to sleep. No one cares. No one cares about your 2017 top songs playlist. Like, go to bed. Okay. Thanks for listening. I've put our social media in the description box. See you guys next week.